So, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like feature quite heavily. So, if you've got kids listening or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to Esteemed deaf pals, now it turns out some of you have been complaining that these episodes aren't long enough. <laughs> well then, you'll be dying to know that this isn't all of it, you wonderful twits. After you've finished hearing how your favourite guests are going to peg it, they join me over at Six Feet Under to read through your real-life deaf-related anecdotes. That's from Lisa in Scarborough. Can you imagine? Oh, that's fucking that glorious. Oh, my goodness. For just two ninety nine a month, you get all that and every episode completely ad-free. Oh, the dream. So, as the Grim Reaper says, get on with it and subscribe. Head to where there's a will, there's wake.com for details. Right, let's get cracking. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this tawdry territory within the podcast void. And I must say, as much as I grumble about the afterlife, they're very into their mindfulness and relaxation down here. Although the yoga does make me a bit gassy. Mm. The meditation is just sending me to sleep. Mm. And as for the age. S-M-R. Can you just speak the fuck up, please? Gee whiz, what a load of nonsense. Anyway, now that I'm unrelaxed, welcome to... Where there's a will, there's a wake. Whilst we take the stairway to hell, let's welcome in another guest to my hollow of horror. Now, some podcasts celebrate life's rule breakers, but on this one... I make the rules. The first one being, don't be a fucking arsehole. Anyway, no danger of that with today's guest, because joining me now is the absolutely glorious, the absolutely fabulous... That is so stupid. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Mr. and Mrs. Rathbone are very professional. I have you know, Michelle, yeah, yeah. who do our lovely jingles for us. It's fantastic. And uh, I, think I think this has given them a new lease of life. <laughs> <laughs> doing this for us. So how the hell are you? Oh, well, all the better for being in your presence, oh, my darling. darling. Well, the pleasure is all ours. i just got to say, listeners, the excitement in the building that the beautiful Michelle was coming on the podcast today was sort of gorgeous. We, I, th- I don't, I can't remember when we've had sort of such excitement. Yeah, But they're not allowed to come down here. They're not allowed to- <laughs> <laughs> So you might, uh, when you finish, there might be sort of hoverers having early lunch. Please do, please do. It's <laughs> my pleasure. What an honour. And what are you up to? Because we know we've, we've just, at the time of recording, there's, uh, the strike is going oh, on. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. You know, it was a perfect time for me to head over here too because of the strike. And it, it's such a it's such a paralyzing thing, but also so necessary. Yeah. So, you know, you understand all sides when you're sitting there going, there's this, but there's also this. Yes. And we we need people to fight on our behalf or else things regress and don't progress. Yeah. And I suppose it's just it's just another thing of this modern world that people and big companies are just really fucking greedy. Yeah, see, that's part of the problem, though. The the 1% of the billionaires are um, keeping it all to themselves yeah. when the little men are falling, can't pay their rent, can't eat. That's that's the problem. Oh, it's all too much, yeah. isn't it? it's a lot. Let's talk about happier things. Let's talk about death. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's, Let's do talk it. about death, yeah. baby. Let's talk about you. Oh, we can't pay for that. So oh, no, we can't pay for that. See, this is great because you know all the rules. Exactly. Because you're DJing mm. extraordinaire. Your wonderful career as a, as a DJ as I well as everything else. I don't know if it's wonderful. Else. But I will say that once, you know, I did breakfast radio for yeah. 17 years. Yeah. And once radio is in your blood... It's not something you do for money or glory. Uh-huh. You do it because of your love. Like, I love being in people's homes. Mm. I love being in their cars, in their ears, on the tube, wherever. And the biggest compliment to me is when somebody meets me and said, oh, I feel like you're one of my family or my friends. I feel like I already know you. Yeah, That's the biggest compliment somebody could give to me. Uh-huh. So once you do radio, especially as a woman, yes, men get rich, women 
do not. However, mm. in this country, especially Radio 2, they are very, very women-run, promote their women, breakfast, drive. Yes. It's all women. I love that. Yes. But in America, we are not. We are garbage in radio. Wow. But if, if it's in your blood yeah. and you love it, it's like I love radio. Yeah. And there's no glory in it for women, but I love it. That's true. And it's very true, actually, about the women in this country. Yes. Just sort of getting more recognition there. Yes. One of our beautiful goddesses, Goddess Charlie, she's a producer also on Radio 2. She does the magnificent Lisa Tarbuck show. Oh, fantastic. Which is I fabulous. love her, yes. And producer Katie well, does Fern Cotton, yes. So there we go. Yes. You know. Well, we're glad that you've managed to take a little bit of time off from your very busy schedule to talk to us about all things death. <laughs> so before we get going, just want to know what about The Last Supper, basically. Here's the situation. Everybody that knows me, even on social media, I have every allergy known to man. So I eat a very specific, boring diet. Mm -hmm. So it's my last supper. So every single course would have gluten involved in it. Everything would also probably have dairy. Mm-hmm. So there would be 100% full fat, full gluten mac and cheese in there somewhere. <sighs> nice. Um, I am a self-confessed sugar addict. All right. My favorite food out of every food group in the world is birthday cake. It's the most important food group. Uh-huh. Um, but not homemade. I want it from the grocery store. Oh, right. Filled with chemicals. Okay, yeah. nice. Nice and processed. Yes, with buttercream, not whipped cream. Oh, nice, yeah. And macaroni and cheese. Well, I mean, I mean that will kill you. Yeah, You right. know, really. Sure. So, so it's a perfect last supper. It is the perfect last supper. What's yours? Well, it's not about me, Michelle. I know, but I'm, intru- I'm well, inquiring minds want to know. I know, baby, but I can't fucking go on about me. Uh- <laughs> You know, it's not about me. I know everyone wants to know. I do. But, uh, no, I, I mean, I tell you what, the, the old mac and cheese, I mean, we're all sort of mad about that lovely, crusty top. Yeah. Bastard. I don't like meat anyway. No, I don't. I haven't eaten meat for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I get it. I like that noise it makes, mm. you know, when you stir the it. The vaginal noise. Is that yeah. what it is, darling? Yeah, yeah. All right. The good days, premenopausal <laughs> vaginal days. Before yeah. it all dried up. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, there's a nice little squelch yes. to it, to the stirring of the, the mac and gushing, cheese. The gushing. Anyway, anyway, I don't know where I've gone I into agree. that. I agree. I <laughs> agree. So, are we now, Goddess Charlie, on to... The death. So, mm-hmm. you're dead. Okay. We're all very sad. Yes, you better be. How the fuck did it happen, babe? For me... I would hope it was something not sinister because in my head, with the way that I treat my body and my soul, I'm very committed to living to about 120. Yes. You're um, very healthy. Agile and, you know, sanity. I want to be of sound mind. Yes. And it was just natural. It was time. Nice. It was time. So I went in my sleep. Lovely. Just yeah. an old age fading away. Yes. See, I think that's quite beautiful. And I do think that's sort of, you know, uh, people's preferred way to go if if we had a choice. Nobody's going to choose fire or drowning. Well, we've had a couple of weirdos on here that, you know, old uh, Bob Mortimer wanted to fight a bear to the death. No. You know, but you just want to. Yeah, I'd like it to be peaceful, surrounded by the people that Mm. I love and admire. Yeah. And this clean living, because I I was saying to the goddesses earlier, it's really interesting because, you know, uh, people like yourself and the wonderful RuPaul and Mm -hmm. all those beautiful drag queens, you know, from the outside, uh, you know, the people that are not in the know would say, oh, look at these people, they're all debauched and they lead hedonistic lifestyles (laughs) and they just take drugs and drink and all that. You don't drink. No. And the one thing you and I have got in common, being the Biggest showbiz divas. Uh-huh, we've, we've never taken cocaine. No. See? No. I've never done a drug. I've never done... Okay, I will say I've smoked pot uh-huh. Yeah. in high school. Yeah. I've never taken a drug in my life. That's brilliant. Never. Even when I was a pop star, I uh-huh. just... Um, it was a control thing for me. And I, I, the last alcoholic drink I had was when I was 21. Wow. Um, because I didn't... 
I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually good because I am an extremist. I do everything all the way uh-huh. to ex- excess. Yeah. So it's actually better. Rue obviously has been many, many years clean and sober. Yeah. And I've never been any. And people think that I do drugs and that well, I drink. Well, of course, because it's just this, you know, what's the word? Uh, pigeonholing people. Yeah. And it's like because you're so glamorous or and you're so fantastic. Loud. Oh, <laughs> she must be shoving. How can you be like that without yeah. the help of drugs? No. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. bullshit. You're just na- naturally fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. you know? As are you. And drugs just turn you into a fucking twat. Anyway. For the most part. Yeah, yeah. You know, most people. Alcohol can have its different way. Like, I know a lot of fun drunks. And the few times that I've been drunk in my life, I'm actually a really fun drunk. Yeah. But some are very evil. Mm -hmm. And drugs have never been good. And I mean, it's very interesting, though, because, you know, the peer pressure at the time, Mm. I think, like you, I was just always a little bit worried when I'd see people on the coke or on ecstasy or whatever, I'd just be like, fucking hell, I'd hate that. Yeah. Um, Because of the lack of control. control. You it know. is. My husband and my daughter just completed ketamine therapy. Okay. Um, which is, I don't know how it's, like, the progress are, that you've made here in the UK with it, but it's almost, like, now popping up on every corner, like yeah. like the dispensaries are in, in Los Angeles. But it is a game changer for those who haven't read about it. So, changing your life for the better. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, it is good. So, you know, and that's to control drugs, you know, they are important. I wouldn't be alive if I wasn't on the drugs that I'm yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the drugs I get through, my lovely pharmacist, Mike, you know. And a doctor. Yes. Yes. So um, you're going to pass away very peacefully. 120 years old. Beautiful, with yeah. all your uh, family surrounding yes. you. Yes. So what about the public's response to your death? Because you know, you're this, you are an icon and... People idolize you. I think show. that word is too big, icon. I am not prepared to fit that four-letter word yet because I feel like that goes to the Madonnas and the Bette Midlers and the, you know, the Dolly Partons. That 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 deserves icon. Well, yes, and no, no, I would put you in there because I know what you're saying because you know that they, they, they sing and dance and write songs and, and change the world and change the world. Yeah. But you've helped change the world. You and Rue. With the attitude towards drag and 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 queer and and trans, I think you've really helped people. Well, you've brought it into our living rooms, and you look at that wonderful series Drag Race UK mm-hmm. that happened during lockdown with the magnificent Lawrence Cheney and Bimini <laughs> Bomb Boulash. Yeah. I mean, it felt like the whole country was watching it yeah. and just and fell in love with everybody. Yeah. You know? Well, that's Rue. You know, Rue, Rue, I would put in icon status. For me, I don't believe I fit that term yet, you know, maybe one day. But for me, I'm just being a human who has um, a sense of love and compassion for other humans. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom and um i want this world to be a better place for my kids and i feel like if we don't approach this this scenario and this situation through love and education then life is going to be pretty grim and yeah. um i think the focus needs to be on how we move forward together yeah. versus tearing people apart like what's happening in america uh-huh. right now um so i don't know if that behavior is iconic or just humanity well, I, it's Humane. wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, thank you, my darling. But so, uh, how do you think? You know, your 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 fans. Then, let's say. Well, I would hope react. that um, you know, you see the picture come across your Instagram and be like, put a broken heart emoji and be like, so sad. Yeah. Okay, what's for lunch? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what death has become, and it's quite sad. It mm. back in the day, mm. there used to be. You know, these week-long mornings and television. Yes. We need to have more dignity for the people that have changed the world. Uh I think you're right, actually. So what about if you pegged it, and uh, even though you're 200 years old, yes, thank you're you. still doing drag race yes. all over the fucking world. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how the two of you are not exhausted. Uh, we are. I mean... <laughs> it's all the cocaine that keeps us up. <laughs> but, um, you know, if uh, when you peg it yeah. at, at the age 200, who would replace you on drag race? Nobody Who's, could replace nobody. me. Nobody. 
No. No. Nobody could replace me. Because who was it that did the first, because I, I, you know, listening to your wonderful biography, uh, The Diva Rules. Thank you. Which was fantastic. Thank I you, my darling. Say. Thank you. So I didn't realise that you weren't part of the first two seasons yeah. of Drag Race in, mm-hmm. in America, I'm assuming. That was when the first two seasons happened. Correct. Uh, because you were under contract. For the radio. Yes. Yeah. So the lovely Merle Ginsburg, who's a fashion writer. Okay. She's a journalist. Yeah. She was in there for seasons one and two. And um, when it came up for season three, again, the boss said no. And I uh, went to my very best friend in America and she is on a she was on a television show called The King of Queens which you do get here in repeats her Mm. name is Leah Remini and she's a fighter she's uh, an ex-scientologist who's spoken out about Mm. the church and she's an amazing human being but more important than all that she's been um, a great friend for 20 years and she her show is one of the biggest on CBS television in America I happen to be on a CBS radio station right? and I told her what was happening and she said if you don't go to the president of CBS radio I am gonna go so she forced my hand wow so I called up and I said um hey this is and they said yeah of course I told them you don't even have to pay me yeah I just need two weeks off or three Uh weeks whatever it was but it's wonderful that you eventually did and it's great that the vice president was very much of course you can do this because it was the boss of the show that was saying to you no 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 you can't. And he got fired. And he got fired because he, he was a big homophobe. He was. Really. Yep. Um, and I didn't find out till later. The and what is it? Thing. You hate Docker pants? Dockers. It? Don't trust a man in Dockers. <laughs> Never trust a man in Dockers. That's wonderful. Yes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. This is an advertisement for BetterHelp Therapy Online. Goddess Charlie, you all right? You look a bit tense. What makes you say that? Well, <laughs> you're biting your nails and your leg is shaking like a horny chihuahua. Oh yeah, now you mention it, I do feel a bit stressed. Come on then, spill the beans to Auntie Kath. What's on your mind? That's the weird thing, I don't actually know. It could be the endless sleepless nights I spend strategising on how I'm going to get a ticket to Glastonbury this year, or it could be the triple espresso I neck to make sure I didn't fall asleep on the way to work. Blimey goddess, whatever it is, you should invest some time in getting to the bottom of it. You're right. It's no good letting things fester and get out of control, especially when it's so convenient to talk to therapists now. Ah, you mean our friends at BetterHelp? Precisely. It's entirely online and suited to your schedule. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash wake. That's Better H-E-L-P dot com slash wake. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Right, so now we're going to move on to... The Funeral. So, lovely listeners, before we get into hearing all about Michelle's perfectly crafted funeral, if you find yourself wanting to hear more fun, death-related antics, head on over to our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we have bonus chat from our dead good guests and read through your real-life funeral tales. We've had some absolute stunners too. People have learnt that about me now over the years. Uh, Don't invite Kath because she'll be offended. (laughs) (laughs) That she was invited. Hysterical. Don't these people know me? (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Plus, you get all episodes completely ad-free. Hurrah! Including these main ones. So, to find out how to subscribe, just go to where there's a will, there's a wake.com. Okay, so back to the fantasy world. So, Michelle Visage, it's happened and now we all congregate for the send-off or not. 
So what do you want? How are you getting to your funeral? I'm I'm getting to my funeral in a either baby pink or leopard wrapped hearse. <gasps> Fabulous. Yeah. Both my favorite colors. And I want it to be like heaving. Uh-huh. I want it to be like mourners sobbing, yeah. throwing themselves on the casket. Yes. <laughs> I want all of that. Like I want them to cry. Yeah. And then after I want a massive party. Yes. I want music. I want all the yummy foods that we discussed earlier. I want everybody celebrating and laughing because that's what I hope to have provided for them yes. in life. Witty banter, fun, nonsense. I love nonsense. I love nonsensical things. That's why I love yeah. you as a performer. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, darling. I love nonsense. You are a nonsensical performer, Gabby. <laughs> I mean, come some things. You are, but that's why you're so brilliant, you see. Oh. You don't like the straight and narrow. You like no, no. the oddities. I do. I that's do. what I'm drawn to as well. Yeah. And that's what I want. I want people to celebrate all of that. I want people in drag. I want, you know, the darkness. I want the macabre. I want the crazy, the kooky, the weirdest, the misfits. That's who I want. Uh, and I have no doubt that's what it's going to be packed to the rafters with. I hope so. Without a shadow of a fucking doubt. Yeah. And so you'd love some of those fabulous queens to be throwing themselves on the casket. They better be. Yeah. <laughs> they had better be. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or else I'll haunt them. That's it, pounding on the lid. Yes! Come back! Yes! Michelle, come back! We can't do this without you! <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Yes. I don't know if you know, I know you really like your British comedy and I stuff do. and uh, so there was a wonderful actor Roger Lloyd Pack yes so Roger was most well known for being in uh, Only Fools and Horses yes and great actor I directed him in a play did you see the musical uh, yes, I did. And? Which, uh, it was fabulous. Yeah. It was really good fun. I didn't get a chance to see really it. Really good fun. But Roger passed away about, I, I can't remember, it was probably about nearly 10 years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, what a dude. He was a very cool guy, straight guy, married to the same woman for years, beautiful family, loved music, his Best friend gave the greatest eulogy I've ever heard Aww. where he just said, we loved women's voices. We loved women singing. And they would go off traveling together to find, uh, you know, women in groups in weird places. Like you I know, love that. Just beautiful. Anyway, my whole point to talk about Roger, so fabulous. And his hearse was pink. I love that. We love those men that love women. Yes. You know, they're, And not they're just the love, best. but appreciate. That's and it. And celebrate and yeah. are not threatened by. Exactly that. So, uh, pallbearers are going to be very important. I mean, a lot of the, I can imagine a lot of the queens will not really want to do any lifting. So, who are you going to leave the lifting I, to? I think it's funny. Queens are very strong. Yeah. I've seen them do crazy shit. Yeah. in drag. So I am not bothered about them not wanting to lift in drag. They would absolutely have no problem with it. Oh, okay. I just thought man, it's sort of menial work. Would it be a bit below them? Not at all. No. They, these kids, if they've done the ropes right, have yeah. started in the trenches. Uh-huh. So this should be an honor. Yes. To lift me. Of course. Into my final resting place. And I wonder how high you'll be lifted, because they'll all be in heels. They'll be in heels, and I want to be in a um, monument type of situation. A mo what do you call them? Mausoleum. <laughs> yes. I would be in a mausoleum. Yeah, I love the way you say it. With, that with my American the, yeah, accent. Can I tell great. you why, though? <laughs> because they're coming so far with cloning yeah. and cryo yeah, and yeah. this and that, that if I cremated myself, I'm dust. Yeah. But this way, I have a chance to come back. Would you want to? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't think that's, I don't think that's narcissistic. Um, it's not that I want to come back because the world can't live without me. It's because I enjoy my time here. Oh, I see. So I would want to be in a mausoleum. And what are you going to be wearing? Because it's going to be very important, especially if you're coming back. So you want to be looking fabulous, I should assume. Probably something leopard print from Primark or something. That's Nice. You know, you know. Flammable. Yeah. The best. <laughs> Flammable, yes. So don't go near an open flame. No, and so and so you're not going to be cremated. No, definitely not. No, keep me away from the fire from wearing primani. <laughs> so there isn't anybody you wouldn't want there. Is there anybody that that is banned? 
No, yeah. why would no? I ban anybody if they want to pay the respects? There are cunts out there, Plenty. Michelle. Welcome. Really? I welcome every, the bullies that I faced my entire youth. Wow. They're, they're all welcome. See, this is, you've got this attitude, which I think is very admirable. And uh, because, you know, you've been very, mm, you love Madonna. I love Madonna. You know, you won't have anything said against Madonna. No. But Madonna did. She, she doesn't like me very much. Well, because well, she did nick your fucking whole look. I don't know if she nicked it. But yes, it she did. Very similar at the same time. Yes. And we had the same people. Like, we ran the same kind of... When she started doing the gay thing, I had already been in the gay thing. That's it. So some of the dancers that I would compete against in the ballroom circuit. When you were voguing. Correct. Went to work for her. Yes. And then they taught her how to vogue. That's it. And maybe said, oh, you should try a ponytail or you should try some knee pads. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but she was there as well. She watched you win some competition once as well, didn't she? It was the love ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Madonna's a thieving little... Oh, oh she's my queen. <laughs> my queen. But you're very good. You're very kind. And I do love Madonna. Of course I love Madonna. Mm. But I just think you're you you're very generous actually about about that period of time. Because uh because I do believe also somebody that a note was sent from her people saying, Could you stop looking like that? Yeah. Because Madonna wants to look like that now. Basically they said <laughs> if she's stealing Madonna's look, the least she can do is do it better than her. So basically saying I was a really sloppy tribute act. How dare that Which it never was meant to be. It was always it was always in an homage because I wanted to be her. Mm. I wanted to look like her. I literally wanted to But do. she wanted to look like you as well. Mm. Maybe unknowingly. That's why I can't blame her. I feel like these kids might have told her things and okay. she wasn't part of it. Okay. But at the same time, she's done so much for women in pop music that yeah. cannot be negated or forgotten. And I will not have anybody speak ill of her because she is just, she is such a, a trailblazer. Yeah. She is. She is fabulous. Despite what's going on now, you know, mm. people should just allow her to be who she is. It's Oh, God, you know? yeah. Oh, that's true because, you know, she's she's sort of having some work done and stuff like that. And, and let her. Let so her. what? Just let her be. Yeah, let her do her thing. Yeah, I think she's great. She did something recently last year. She did, I can't remember what it was. But I did. I did a tweet, totally sticking up for her. Like mm. you know, she can fucking do what she wants. That's it. She's earned the right. And also, Kathy, we all have as human beings. If we live long enough to see, mm. we earn the right to do not only through plastic surgery. I haven't done any apart from my very notorious explant and implants. But if I want to, and when I decide I want to, yeah. if that time comes, yeah. that's my business. Yes. It shouldn't affect you. If I wanted to look like an alien, uh-huh. it's my prerogative. That's it. You might not like it, and mm. that's okay. You don't have to like it. Yeah. But it's, I'm still going to do it because yeah, yeah. I want to do it. Uh-huh. I think life is very short. We spend too much time. This is what I don't understand about anti LGBTQIA legislation because. We spend too much time worrying about people who do not affect our lives and other people and complete strangers. Yes. You know, anti-gay legislation is going to do nothing for straight people. What's it going to do? Yeah. You're still going to carry on, pay your taxes, give birth, have to raise your kids. Mm -hmm. Gay people, gay neighbors, that's going to have nothing to do with you. Yes. So worry about your own life in your own lane and let everybody else do what they want to do and the world will be a better place. Hello, fucking you. Amen. Look, the goddesses are cheering in the box there. Look at that. You've got a standing fucking ovation. It's from the true. Goddesses. It's true. It's true. We waste too much time worrying about other people. Yeah. Worry about yourself. That's it, baby. Yeah. Right. So now we'll move on to. So, the eulogy. Mm. Uh, This is where we get somebody that's very close and fond of you Mm. to say a few last words. And I do believe we've got someone equally as fabulous as Michelle Visage. We are here to mourn the loss of Michelle Visage. But before I continue, I demand we open the casket. Why? Because (laughs) I do not believe Michelle is dead. Why? Because she (laughs) simply refused to die. (laughs) She will have looked at that Grim Reaper and read him to filth. 
<laughs> that black cloak is shapeless. She's seen it done before and done better. It does nothing for him. The accessory, the giant side, it's all out of proportion. It's weak. And then she'd have continued with her life. Michelle Visage is life. She is such an extraordinary life force and has such a single-minded determination and can-do attitude. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, she is not in the box. <laughs> oh, that's oh, wonderful. Amazing. Lovely Graham Norton there. Yes. Thank you, Graham. She's not in the box. That sounds like a good title for a quiz show. Or a book. Yeah, yeah. She's not in my box. She's not in my <laughs> box, baby. <laughs> oh, how lovely. That's very nice of, yeah. of Graham there. Were you happy with that? So happy. He's just an amazing... Everything you would want Graham to be, uh -huh. he is. Yeah. He's just an amazing human being and one of the funniest people walking this planet. I mean, he is fucking hilarious. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. He's just a treat. And the other one that you have on Drag Race UK is the wonderful Alan Carr. Just as amazing. Just I a joy. I am lucky to not only know them, but to call them my friends. Yeah. It's my honor. Good. Well, it's their honor as well. My privilege. No doubt. So now we'll move on to... Married or cremated. Well, we sort of touched on this, mm. buried or cremated, haven't mm -hmm. we? You don't want to be burnt, do you, darling? Don't want to be burnt. No. Um, I spent too much time putting creams on my faces and... Mm -hmm, yeah. One face. Only my one face. face. <laughs> one face. One face. My face. And, you know, taking care of all that stuff that I wouldn't want it to perish that way. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess the other way would be maggots, but it is what it is. I've been called worse. Um, so mausoleum, I've decided. Yeah, nice. And yeah. what do you want written on the mausoleum? Because mausoleum, it's great. It's like a very, it's like an uber gravestone. Do you mean like it? on the epitaph? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, or a plaque or what would you want said about you? I hope you were nice to me. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Because, no, it's not nice because I'm going to haunt your ass. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah see, I didn't finish. Hope didn't you were nice to me. Yeah. Because I'll haunt you. Otherwise, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll never get rid of me. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And now we move on to... The Wheel and the Wake. So we've sort of touched on the wake. Uh-huh. Uh, because you said earlier... You want it to be a party. Yes. So let's go more into a little bit more detail about the way. Okay. Go on. No, no. Well, it's you. You're on. What well, sort of wake I mean, do you want? I don't... Wakes are very, <laughs> like, old-fashioned to me. We don't do them much anymore in Okay, the yeah. Um, the whole open casket and viewing thing. Mm. I, I don't want that. No. I want people to remember me very much alive and full of life and plump. Mm -hmm. um, so I would rather it all be turned into a party. Oh, that sounds great, DJs actually. DJs dancing. Nice. After people are done throwing themselves. Yeah, once all the crying's done. Right. And then we have the eulogy from lovely Graham. Yes. And then it's disco balls coming down. Correct. Multiple disco Confetti, balls. Confetti, cannons, um, voguing. Maybe nice. some Strictly dancing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, you were fab on Strictly. Thank you, my darling. Did you love doing Loved that? Loved it. Changed my life. Yeah. I still dance. Yeah, yeah. I still take classes. I'm not much better, mm -hmm. but the joy you get out of it um, is worth all the money in the world. Yeah. It's hard. And isn't it wonderful now that they're doing same-sex couples? Oh, it's about time. I mean, it is about yeah. time. Um, I, I do think it's sort of... I never thought they would do it, to be honest, because I'm, of it. I agree. Saturday night telly, yes. prime time. But, but the BBC, it is, it's it, one of the things about the BBC is that it has to educate. It does, and it's diversity. And, yeah. And, and that's part of diversity. Yeah. LGBT couples. And to be honest, they're not having sex on the dance floor. No. It's not like, also, if you go to these competitions, I've, I've done deep dives for many years yeah. on competition Latin and ballroom. There are... A lot of the people can't find couples, so they do same-sex in yes, competition. that's it. It's got nothing to do with sexuality. That's it. Sometimes it's just because they're the right size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The right height. So it's it's about time, and it is lovely to see. It is. And then that's the thing about sort of queer life is that um, straight people are just... I mean, I'm straight myself, but there just seems to be 
an obsession with what they get up to in the bedroom. <laughs> I think it's, it's because... It's always been like that, hasn't yes. it? It's sort of the first thought. Part of it is because there are um, inquiring minds mm. for their own purposes mm-hmm. and um, they could be interested and af- afraid to admit it. Yeah. Um, but when they're negative, that's their own situation i think um some people are genuinely intrigued just Mm -hmm. for educational purposes um but for me i feel like whatever you want to do whatever works for you there's a lot of confusing things in this world and it doesn't need to make sense to you do you know what i mean yeah how they do it is their business yeah 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 if they want to share it with you they will if they don't they don't but yes it's the first place I think it's very short and narrow-minded yeah. of a human to automatically go to that um, because there's so much more to a relationship, heteronormative or not, yes. than sex. Uh-huh. Sorry to say it, but yeah, That's especially when you've been together for a long time, yeah. those things tend to dwindle down. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't need to go away, but they do dwindle. Yeah, That's yeah. just part of life. That's it. Um so there needs to be more to a relationship than just that. So mm-hmm. for their minds to go just there, it says more about them than it does the actual couple. Absolutely. Well, we're at your lovely wake. Are you enjoying got, it? Oh, my God, it's fabulous. Great. Everybody, the boys are dancing with the boys. Yes. The girls are dancing with the girls. Yes. And the girls and the boys are dancing with each other. Great. And it's all going on. Great music. Um, lovely food you want. You want all full of gluten yeah. and sugar. All I want that everybody stuff. to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Finger the, foods and, you know, mm. all the fun stuff. Yeah. And all the katsu curries and buffets and mac and cheeses and mm. ambrosias and chocolate fountains. Whatever. Nice. All the rejoicing food. Wonderful. Afternoon tea, which is one of my favourite things in the world. Yes, because you were just telling me off air... Which knocked me sick a little bit. That you like Earl Grey? My favourite. Oh, Jesus. Decaf Earl Grey. And it's so polarising. <laughs> it is. Because I always get the Granny's Knickers line. But yeah. how do you know what Granny's Knickers tastes like? Well, babe, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm a borderline Granny Knicker wearer. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> have you eaten them, Kathy? Are you telling me no, something? No, no, no. <laughs> Sucked on a gusset. <laughs> no, not oh, recently. <laughs> it is very polarizing, but I do love, and it was the Queen's tea, you know. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She yeah. likes a bit of old grey, did she? She did, which Terrible explains taste. a lot. It does, mate. <laughs> Fucking hell. I love it. <laughs> so, the will. So, what you got and who's getting it? You know, my kids. My kids. Yeah. And, you know, I've got one who is um, a very woke, non-binary child. Mm-hmm. And the other one is uh, a very girly girl. And the woke, non-binary child will probably give everything to charity. Okay. <laughs> and the other one will probably keep everything. Yes, that's right. I'm the charity. Exactly. Give it to me. Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's mm. nobody else I would want to, you know. I, I do my part in charity while I'm alive, and I'm sure I'll have something in the will to deal with um, charities as well. But my kids will get the lion's share. Yeah. And are you worried about anybody finding anything that you, you don't want anybody to find? If you've got, no. no. I live my life very openly. RuPaul had said to me that before. He's like, don't mm. you ever want to keep... Because he's private. Mm. He's like, don't you want to keep anything? And I'm like... No, and let me tell you why. And I could be wrong, but my my outlook on life is if I'm very forthcoming with everything, there's never a skeleton to be found in my closet. That's it. That's I'll it. tell you anything you want to know. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not going to hold it against me. Well, this is it. Because um, I've always been very open about liking a little bit. I mean, it's fucking so small fry, but loving a little bit of weed mm-hmm. and stuff. But I've been open about this for many, many years. And a friend of mine once said, why... Why do you say that? Why do you... Because I said, because I don't want the fucking Daily Mail going, look at this. But why is there shame in that? I know, exactly. But they do, these tabloids and whatever, they push everything as though you should be ashamed. Well, everything is led with shame. And the new thing is switching the headline to where you come to your own conclusions, but it's actually shaming. So where they say, um, showing off their curves when really you're saying they're fat. 
Yes. Or do you know what I mean? And it's so rude and it's so transparent. Yeah. But yes, that's what they would do. Uh huh. So that's so I'm in total agreement with you in that I'm quite open, not about everything, yeah. but I am open about certain stuff that some wanker of an editor thinks, oh, let's let's get her and right. try and upset her. And it's like, no, you fucking can't. And why would they want to, why do they want to upset people? I know, it's weird, isn't it? And, and f- just flagrantly yeah. shame them. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it makes my heart hurt, you know. It's a horrible job. Yeah, it's what, tough. What a job, it's you tough. know. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Short break. Animal, vegetable, or mineral. So this is reincarnation. Yes. What would you like to come back as? Don't want to be a vegetable because Mm. the life is too short. Yeah. I eat them every single day, Mm. loads of them. Mm. No. No interest in okay. being flambéed or sautéed or fried. So I think I'd want to come back as another human being, but I want to come back with the knowledge <laughs> that I've had in my 55 years of life because it's taken so long. I tell my girlfriend, mm. who's in her 30s, that, you know, because there's so much, you'll back me up on this, yeah. there's so much turmoil in your 30s. Oh, you, God, yeah. Your 20s, you're free living. Yeah. Your 30s, you kind of know where you're going in your career. Mm. Maybe you're married, maybe you're not. Maybe you have kids, maybe you're not. But you know what you want. Yes. There's so much turmoil when you don't have it. Yeah, yeah. So when you get to your 40s, life begins. Life begins at 40. Yeah. Right? So you're you're in your 40s. You'll have your kids if you want them or not. Whatever your situation is, you're fully in your career. Mm. And you're starting to lay the groundwork for the future because that's where it starts. Yeah. And by the time you're 50, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't Give a fuck. I go out looking differently now. I don't, you, you don't like me. God bless you. I do not care. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I don't blame you. If you don't want to like me, that's fine. Uh Not everybody's for everybody. Vibrationally, we're different. Yeah. So if I could only come back with everything that I've learned at this point in my life, life, life would be perfect. That's it. Don't you agree? Oh, 100%. It's just a shame that it takes us. So long. So long to sort of just feel happy in our own skin. Youth is wasted on the young. That's it. It's Oscar Wilde, isn't it? Yeah. Said that. And it's true. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. It's so frustrating that it takes so long, but there's a reason. Yeah. So no matter what I say to my kids... They're still going to fuck up. They're still going to make the mistakes because they have to do it for themselves. That's it. And the advice I would give to younger people is uh, if you're now 25, look at a photograph of yourself at 22 and you'll be like, oh, my God, I looked amazing. Yep. Do the same the next year. Look at a photograph of yourself at 25 when you're 26 and you'll always go, actually... I look great. Why did I think I looked terrible? But then we make the mistake of doing that, let's say... 35, 40. Look at ourselves when we were 19. And that you can't no, do that. That's too late. That's why you have to start doing it now. That's a great when idea. When you're young, is just look at those photos of yourself a year ago and you'll be like, fucking hell. Why was I so angry about that photo? I, yep. I look fabulous. Yep. You know, and I think it's not it's, fair to go all the way back. You can't go all the way no. back, you know. But people do it. They do. And but... then I know if I look at my 19-year-old self, I hated the way I looked back. Uh-huh. And if I would give anything to look like that now, mm. but that's not a reality because things sag, things yeah, change. that's it. You know, and that's, we've earned that right. Yes. And I think also you just got to always drum into young people how beautiful they are and how beautiful their skin is. And it's like, take that cardigan off. Show your fucking arms. Babe. Do you know what I mean? I wish I'd done more of that when I was young. Especially younger. for women. Listen to Kathy yeah, because the yeah. arms are such a... I don't... I do understand, but mm. I don't understand. Yeah. Because their arms yeah. your arms are beautiful even with the flibbity gibbets yeah, yeah. your arms are beautiful that's it you're gorgeous yeah, yeah. the way you are that's it you're wasting time it's 90 degrees outside and you're wearing a cardigan that's it because it you off. hate your arms that, I mean it's so sad it's isn't it? heartbreaking yeah yeah 
You're beautiful. Feel it. Know it. Own it. Say Yes. Listen, turn me shelf. It's like a game with tears <laughs> from the goddesses. Tears from the goddesses. And lovely arms on show yes, as well. Yes, show those and arms. Those beautiful arms and lovely woo, woo, skin. Woo. Wonderful. Yes. Okay. So, so I want to come back as a human with knowledge. With a human with knowledge. Yes. Perfect. So, the pearly gates. Mm. Who would you like to greet you there? Um, I want everybody to greet me. Oh, okay. I'm going to be 200, so everybody's going to be yeah, yeah. gone before me. Okay. I would love my all my animals that I've had to be there. Oh, that's quite We've sweet. We've had rats as well. Yeah. We've had rats and guinea pigs. So I want mm. all the animals. Mm-hmm. I want... I was adopted, so I want biological parents there. I want yeah. my adoptive parents there. I want yeah. all that family there. Um Every boyfriend, every man I've ever slept with, any woman I've ever slept with, uh-huh. I want them all there. Nice. Yeah, I want them all to welcome me. See, that's so Thrill. sweet, yeah. I think, actually. And talking about, yeah, because I didn't realise you were adopted until yes. I listened to the wonderful Diva Rules, which is available on uh, Audible. Thank and, you, uh, Which is a fabulous listen, You're I have so to kind. say. Thank you. And, um... Yeah, and, the, and I loved it that when you met your biological mother, one of the first things you asked was, where are our tits? Why do I have no tits? <laughs> why do I have a bump in my nose? And why do I have no tits? That's so cute. Yeah. And she's like, well, that would be me. Yeah. 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 So now, I, since I've been explanted for my health and took the implants out, yes. um, I wear my flat chest proudly. And I've had my stylist and people say, don't you want to put padding in here? Uh-huh. It's like, No. See, this is no. wonderful. It's like you've gone back to the girl that you were. I wish I wish I had this you, knowledge, Kat. You know this what is I mean? what I'm talking about. But, but having the bazoomers was, I mean, that, of course, you wanted that. Yeah. You know, and I'm really glad that it was something you really wanted and you were able to do for yourself. I wanted it because I grew up in a toxic male environment, mm. especially in my house where... Playboy was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And the only visions I would see would be girls like that. And by the way, mm. back then, they didn't, Playboy didn't allow girls with implants in the magazine. No, no. So they were just naturally gifted, but they all had large breasts. Yes. And I know that I didn't look like them. Uh-huh. And so I didn't feel desirable. Uh, yeah. And then I had boyfriends play the bongos on my chest or, you know, tell me that <laughs> I knew I was flat chested. I always had a great bum, but I knew I yeah. was flat chested. But um, I grew up in an environment that made me feel less than because of it. So I'm not sure I got them for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. But I did enjoy them while I had them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You had a good time with them. Oh, they got their rounds. That's it. Mm. And and you look just as beautiful and as fabulous and gorgeous and... Who needs them? I'm going to represent for the flat-chested women. There's plenty of us out there. Absolutely. So, last words. What do you think your last words would be? Hmm. Don't fuck it up. See? I think that's what we wanted. <laughs> we were all like, give us the catchphrase. I have to. It's RuPaul's catchphrase, but... It's a fantastic It says it all. It really fucking does. She's my best friend. Yeah. She's been such a driving force in my life since I'm... 19. I mean, that's amazing. What yeah. a wonderful friendship yeah. that you've had. And and very rare in a sort of having this professional career together, you know, and managing, I don't know, who's the one? I suppose, I suppose French and Saunders mm. are quite like that. You know what I mean? They're love the first, each other, yeah. Love each other as friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's incredible. But also the fact that you guys, you know, you've been all over the world doing this show and you must spend so much time together. Yeah. And yet you still love and adore each other, make each other laugh, make each other cry. Do you know, we've never, ever gotten in a fight. Wowza. Never, ever. We've disagreed on things. Yeah, yeah. You know. You're meant to as friends. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Even yeah, just yeah. like our taste in men. It's like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But we've never had a fight. Yeah. I adore him mm-hmm. and he adores me. Yeah, yeah. And there's a joy in that. You know, we always talk about soulmates being our significant other, our spouse, uh-huh. our partner. Yeah. But there's also friend soulmates. 
And um, I think that we're connected that way, uh-huh. whereas we can finish each other's sentences. I can look at him and know exactly what he's thinking without him saying it. Right. There's a deeper connection than surface with yes. us. And I think we allow each other grace. Uh, and I think that's beautiful and very, very rare to come by. Very rare. Yeah. But, and I just want to say thank you on behalf of everyone that's a Drag Race fan. Just thank you to you and Rue for giving us such good fun. Aww. Such a laugh. You know, it, it's, it's, I'm getting choked. <laughs> it's just a really good and wonderful thing. And, uh, and I'm glad it's out there, and I'm glad it's out there in this country on the BBC, Aww. where it should be. I agree, and I'm glad that you love it, and you were wonderful. I had a good time, you but it was wonderful. a bit demystifying for me. I get a little bit, oh, you know, I, I don't think I've watched it since I've been on it, you see. Because the inner workings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's really strange. I've got, because I'm such a telly fan. Yeah. But I can watch old, I can watch series that were on before I was on it. Really? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Why is that, you think? I fucking don't know. I'm just a little freak. Is it like the wizard pulling back the curtain? It might be. Because we don't deviate. The little blankets and the heaters. Oh, come on, Kathy. <laughs> it's 50 below zero in there. Yeah, so yeah. what Kathy's talking about is under the judges panel, <laughs> I have a space heater. I'm holding hand warmers and I've got sweatpants on the bottom, yeah, yeah. slippers and blankets because otherwise I would be... The abominable snowman. That's it. It's so cold. No, no. The the stage manager, the floor manager said, I said, what the fuck is all this? It's mm. like going to an old people's home. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, the heat is there if you want it and the blank. And I said, darling, I said, I eat carbs. <laughs> I said, I don't fucking need any of this. Babe, I eat carbs too, but menopause is a bitch. So oh, then you get swearing. hot and cold and yes, hot and cold. Yes, yes. Can't deal. Oh, God. So I need it. Well, we won't get onto that again because no. we'll be here all day. Yes. But listen, this has been fucking gorgeous. Just yeah. thank you so much for coming on. And uh, kids, it isn't goodbye yet because we've got more lovely stuff with Michelle over on our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we rifle through your real life death anecdotes. So head to where there's a will, there's a wake.com to subscribe. Thank you again for joining us today, Michelle. Rest in peace, babe. An honor. Honestly. Oh, she she's going. I don't do this. Is she going? Oh, she's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My senior producers are Katie Bowden and Charlie Morell. And my producer is Naya Dio, or as I like to call them, my goddesses. Sound engineer is Ed Gill. The production coordinator is Lily Hambly. Marketing by Emily Webb and Kieran Lancini. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. And the executive producer is Ollie Wilson. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.